everybody, it is Gail right here and welcome back to the Stockport Anime Podcast. The Anime Awards season begins. As you guys can see by the title, we are getting into the anime season. You know, January is done. Now we're into February where all the voting is over for a lot of these streaming services, anime awards, even the actual anime awards in Tokyo and everything. They're about to announce their uh, best shows of the year from the year 2021. Of course, you know, we had to look at Crunchyrolls today because... Well, Crunchyroll's anime, award is, uh, anime Awards is in like, what, two days time? So, of course, uh, I had to gather around the gang for this podcast to discuss the nominations, who's going to win, and uh, whether or not there should have been some nominations that should have been removed in favor of some others. Now, of course, if you want to watch this podcast at a later point, we'll be uploading it to the new channel, 59 Manga. So be sure to check out the channel. We will be uploading all the sauce spots over there. And then, of course, check us out on Spotify and I think Apple iTunes as well, because we are on there as well. And make sure to rate us a high star there. Now, of course, uh, I had to do this with four other people. Um, well, actually, three other people. The fourth member is Troco, who's producing this podcast. So big shout outs to him. But first and foremost, we have a new guest to the sauce pot, and that is Ice Cold Joker. Say hello, mate. Good morning, everyone. Glad to be here. Excited to talk about some of this stuff. Then, of course, we have our returning guest in is Say Hello, mate. How's it going, guys? I hope everyone's uh, day is doing wonderful, and I can't wait to roast some of these nominations. Oh, boy. And then finally, Stacy. I am so ready to see how you go in on some of these <laughs> ones as well. <laughs> how are you doing, girl? What do you, what do you mean, Gail? I'm going to be so nice. Like, you got nothing to worry about. But hi, guys. Feelings? What's up? Happy Sunday. Yep, yep. Why do I get the yep. feeling that Stacy is like the doom bringer for all of this? <laughs> yeah, I am not. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm ready to go uh, watch her go into one nomination, being like, "Yeah, this is all good," but nah, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. I'm very in- uh, excited to see what you guys think of this. I obviously voted on this a couple of weeks ago. Um, unfortunately, voting is closed, of course, so we won't be able to unanimously vote for them. Of course, uh, we're just gonna have to see what happens on the 9th, but we will be noting down each of our predictions, basically, so that on Wednesday, assuming we either stream it or if we make a video on it, we will be, of course, you know, actually seeing, did we match up to what uh, everybody else thought of uh, the nominations as well? But, of course, uh, we will be bringing it up on screen right now, hopefully, the uh, nominations for the best film. We're going to be going from the bottom of the page to the top of the page. So... We're going to start off with the best film nominations from here. And, uh, of course, you guys can see the nominations on your screen. We have Bell uh, by Studio Chizu, of course. We have Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time, Studio Kara. We have Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie, Mugen Train, Ufotable. Josie the Tiger and the Fish by Studio Bones. Shirobako, the movie, Studio PA Works. And then finally, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop by Studio Signal MD and Sublimina- Sublimation. I was going to say sub- Sublimination. I don't even know if that's a word. But <laughs> uh, I'll start off with you is because I know you've seen actually some of the movies on this list. Uh, how do you feel about this list actually? Considering, uh, I mean, last year was a very solid year for movies. Kind of underrated. There was a lot of good movies last year. How do you feel about this list? Um, this list, actually, you know, I can't really complain about this list because some of these nominations are really good. Um, I've only ever, I've only seen, uh, Belle, the Demon Slayer movie, and Josie. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I've seen, like, people talk about Shirobako and the words bubble up like a soda pop. And then, obviously, a lot of people talk about Evangelion. But, 
you know, for me, I honestly really did enjoy Josie a little bit more than all than you know Belle and Demon Slayer only because Josie actually made me feel a little something. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Obviously, at the end of Mugen Train, you know, <clears throat> we we all felt a little something at the end of that. But <laughs> just Josie, yeah, Josie and the Tigerfish fish just made me feel a little something like emotionally. Like, yeah. it really like dives into like the emotional aspect and like it really just like you know, pulls your heartstrings with this. So, like, for me, like, out of all, like, out of all the nominations here, I will definitely say Josie and the Tiger. Josie, the Tiger, and the Fish. Honestly, I can't disagree with you on that one. I mean, I've I've, I've watched, I think, uh, five of the movies on this list. I've watched Belle, Evangelion, Demon Slayer, Josie, and Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. And even though I'm probably the biggest fan, uh, Eva fanboy in 5'9 at this point, I can't really place it over Mugen Train and Josie. I think it would be not. I can't even place it over Words Bubble Up like Soda Pop. Probably. Um. Honestly, my biggest issue with Belle, and I know a lot of people have been loving the movie and whatnot. I think the story was kind of eh. To be honest, I think there were a lot of mishaps in the story. The music and the qual- uh, animation was phenomenal, but I feel the story dragged it down quite a bit, in my opinion. I think I will agree with you on that one that Josie and the Tiger and the Fish should probably win this one. But we obviously have to ask other members here. Uh, how do they feel? Um, Joker, how do you feel about this list? Let's see what the new bo- newbie has to say about this list. <laughs> oh, God. Well, unfortunately, I've only seen Demon Slayer, so I can't really put mm-hmm. any of the other ones up to say anything. I mean, I saw I watched the beginning of Ava back when I was a kid. I have not watched any of the the recent movies. I've never heard of the other ones. So unfortunately, at this point, I just kind of have to go with Demon Slayer. Um, I know in the West, they dropped the Violet Evergarden movie in 2021, but technically it came out in 2020. Yep. So, I mean, given that technicality, I can't vote for that or mm-hmm. Gundam Hathaway. But eh, at this point, I just have to go with Demon Slayer just from lack of knowledge on the other movies, sadly. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to add. There are a couple of uh, other websites and um, platforms that have been putting the Violet Evergarden movie in this list. And assuming, uh, I assume what they've done here for Crunchyrolls is that they've exclusively put in uh, movies that have dropped in Japan in 2021. But that would be a lie because if I recall correctly... Um, I, th- I feel like one of these came out in 2020, but I could be wrong. Um, in Japan, that is. But I do think Violet Evergarden should have been in here. I, I mean, as I'm, I love Violet Evergarden as well. I think it's one of my top three shows of all time. Uh, the anime, at the bare minimum, if you include the movie, it's really, really up there for sure, no matter what. I think it should have been in here in this list, but it is what it is. I think, you know, that's Crunchyroll for you. It, you no nomination from Crunchyroll is ever going to be perfect. We've known this for the last three, four years now. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that's saving Crunchyroll. And trust me, it's going to get worse from here on out. This is actually one of the better nomination sets, I have to admit. Uh, Stacey, I assume you're in the same uh, boat as Joker. How do you feel uh, about it? Yeah, I've only seen Demon Slayer. And I've heard really good things about the Evangelion movie, but... I have not watched it, don't know much about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've only seen Demon Slayer, so I can't comment much about these nominations. Definitely. But if we had to vote unanimously now, I mean, uh, well, actually, I should first ask, is there any nominations that you would probably put in in favor of some of these uh, some of these uh, nominations here? Is there anything that you thought of? I mean, we obviously talked about Violet Evergarden 
anything from you guys just generally gonna put it out there to see what you guys think um any nominations you guys want to put in possibly Hmm. i mean there aren't that many anime movies i've seen recently like Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm not like one to watch a lot of anime movies unless they're related to a show. Yep. So I can't really think of anything. I did watch the Violet Evergarden movie and I really loved it. I do love that show a lot. I think the animation and everything is so beautiful. Um, but other than that, I really can't think. I can't say. I really don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joker from uh, Joker and Is. Anything from your end? Uh, um, not from me. Oh, sorry, Is. No, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, not for me either. Because, like I said, the only three movies I've seen the, of this year was Josie, Belle, and the Demon Slayer one. Fair enough. Yeah, there I we don't go. have anything else to add. I didn't get out to a theater very much last year. I mean, year, to so. be Who's fair, you, you did the right step <laughs> considering the state of the world right now. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense, to be fair, because obviously it was super, super difficult for all of us to go and watch something in theaters because of, you know, everything that's been going on. Um. Uh, all right, we move on to the next category, however, uh, if we can, Mr. Producer Man. Uh, we go on to the best fantasy category. We have, Mush- we have, we have a good list yeah. here. This is, a, okay. this is a very big list uh, over here. We ha- I mean, this looks like it could be an anime of the year list, by the way, as well. It's just what I'm saying. Uh, maybe except for One Direct Priority, because fuck that, Ew. what happened at the end of that? <laughs> uh, but we, we don't move. talk about that one. We will talk about that one, yes. Uh, Mushiko Tensai, Jobless Reincarnation, Core 1. I don't know why they didn't include the second half, considering it literally just aired, like, during the fall season, but whatever. Uh, Crunchyroll, you know, you do you. Ranking of Kings, That's How I Got Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. Case Study of Vinitas, To Your Eternity, and Wonder Egg Priority. This is a very tight list. I, I have mm-hmm. a lot to say about this list, but let's start with you, Stacey, this time around. How do you feel about this, this nomination? I mean, okay, the three I've seen... I'm currently watching Raking of Kings. I've just finished Mishoko Tensei, and I watched To Your Eternity. Um, I loved all three of these animes, um, but honestly, I mean, Mishoko Tensei is top tier. To Your Eternity mm-hmm. is top tier. But the way Ranking of Kings is going right now, it might honestly be my favorite out of all of them because it's just, it's so good, guys. If you haven't seen Ranking of Kings, I'm like 10 episodes in, but so far I'm loving it more, more and more every time I watch it. So, I I mean, I'm like only at 10 episodes in, so I don't know. I might think that one would take it, Ranking of Kings. Mm -hmm. I am enjoying it so much, like... I don't know, but I enjoyed the other two a lot too. But yeah, some about Ranking of Kings, like first episode, I was crying because it was so emotional. Just I love it. Uh, so I hope Ranking of Kings wins this one. Honestly, I can see it happening. I the amount of stuff that I've seen from people. The only reason why I mean, of course, before we actually, I should also mention this. If I'm not mistaken, from what I've been told, it's that the. Uh, anime awards the way the awards are given out is that it is it is a 70 30 split or it's a 60 40 split i'm not sure exactly which way it goes but it's a 60 30 uh, 60 40 or 70 30 split between the judges and then the rest of it is obviously us as uh the public opinion the public votes will count up to that 30 percent i think in terms of the judges eyes i do think ranking of kings could possibly win 
Um, I have heard a lot of things about Ranking of Kings in terms of like it's super underrated and stuff. And it does, it makes sense because I actually didn't even hear about it until the uh, towards the end of the season when I started talking about, you know, what shows to watch and stuff. And I started getting, you know, messages and stuff that Ranking of Kings was something I should probably look into because I haven't I hadn't heard of it at all. Uh, so to me, I think, you know, it in the eyes of the judges, it could possibly win. Um, to me, though, you know, I, ha I haven't watched Ranking of Kings yet. I've been super busy with this current winter season, hopefully with Demon Slayer ending next week, which uh, I mean, that's a different topic altogether, which we'll talk about later on, maybe in the future, um, in a future podcast. But once that's over, I might jump on Ranking of Kings. But right now, I personally believe Mushoko Tensai should win. I think it was probably one of the yeah. best shows of the year hands down best new shows of the year easily mm -hmm. um absolutely brilliant especially the second half was unbelievably good um obviously they've only mentioned core one so that might play into some people's hands where it's like maybe it's not to vote for it they'll probably go for slime or to your eternity we shall see um case study Vanitas is actually also really good studio boons have done a pretty decent job with it i don't know if it's best fantasy quality compared to some of the names on this list but yeah and one direct priority i mean the less said about that the better because i don't know what the hell happened towards the end i don't know what clover works or smoking at that point because i just don't know what they were thinking and how they thought that was a good ending but joker how do you feel about this nominations man how do you feel about these Okay, well, we're not talking about Wonder Egg. I've only seen like the first episode of To Your Eternity. I I did enjoy it, but it kind of fell off for the current season that's airing right now that I'm staying up with. Mm -hmm. I have not watched the case study at all. Slime is something that I've built my entire YouTube career around, and I love slime ever since it came out. The Slime Diaries, season mm -hmm. one, season two. There's a movie coming out this year. Yep. So I would be remiss if I were not to vote for that one, but. Unfortunately, I do think that Mishoka Tensei is going to win because Studio Bind was made specifically to produce this show. And the work and the quality that they have put out, you know, music, animation, everything about it is just so mind-bending. And the quality and the attention to detail they put in, I mean, there's not a lot of shows, especially in the isekai genre, where they remember that these people had previous lives and had previous traumas to go through. And the fact that they dive into that and he has to get over that to become a better character, to become a more likable character. I mean, some things about Rudius are not the greatest in the world. Definitely. But <laughs> definitely. But the fact that they, they went into detail about his character development, yep. getting over those humps and then, you know, getting him out into the world and teaching him lessons. And yeah, this is only the first core. And so like, the second core has a lot of character building towards his character, but I just think that Mishoka Tensei is far and away the winner of this category for me. No, definitely. I think, uh, you know, the one thing that will probably drag it down, and like you said, it's Rodeus's qualities and some of the more, uh, I think the best way to put it is uh, 18 <laughs> plus kind of behavior, I suppose, <laughs> in, the, in the anime. I think that's the best way to put it without going too in detail. Uh, I but, like it, though. I like that's more mature than yeah. a bunch of other like stupid fantasy animes that are just like the same old rinse and repeat kind of thing. It's like, kind of refreshing to get more like mature content out mm -hmm. of anime now. Yeah, that's human emotion out of it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about in terms of Mushiko Tensai, because that's been a major debate with a lot of people is like, is, is this behavior even appropriate? But 
I'm just there like Hell yeah. it's 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 you're 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 bringing a 30 year old mind into a 14 year old uh, into a supremely young person's body basically you're you've you basically transferred some adult into a young kid's mind and then obviously that adult has not had the best of lives in his original life so he's gonna obviously take advantage in certain situations and of course you know tackle these more mature thoughts and you know uh ideas basically i suppose is the best way to put it i i liked it to a degree obviously i even i felt some of it was over but even then i felt like it made sense in terms of the story that was the main point did it make sense in terms of the story in that in my opinion yes and i think you guys seem to agree with me which is i'm kind of happy about that it's not just me in my opinion it's better we get this than 12 episodes of maybe they're gonna hold hands and yeah. then it's over and then they don't actually <laughs> hold hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think i think it's so nice to get something refreshing and it, and also it also makes rudy rudy's character super like uh, uh polarizing i suppose in in comparison to other characters where it's just like oh we have to like him all right good like subaru or you know well kazuma to a degree i mean i don't think a lot of people <laughs> like kazuma so never mind i shouldn't have said that i like kazuma <laughs> you know how what i mean people in the sense like they don't like him for being you know the way he is uh but people yeah. love uh you know rimuru they love subaru they love all these isekai characters from the get-go whereas this was probably the first time where it was actually polarizing as a character, which I think was phenomenal in my opinion. Um, Iz, how about you, man? Uh, let's see what your thoughts are. Alrighty, so um, obviously, like I've seen all these. Um, I will say, I'm I'm like honestly baffled why they didn't add the second core of, Mush of Mushoko Tensai. Yeah, because the thing is, like that second core really just drove uh the series into like a higher plane than it was before like obviously the mm -hmm. first core was really well done you know at the end of it you're like dang i want more of this you know yeah. and then mm -hmm. that second core gave you more and then on top of that it just blew out expectations i'm just honestly surprised they just didn't add that but they originally at first core so yeah. that's why i feel like it kind of like hindered it a little bit because the first core while it is amazing for some people who are just getting into anime or stuff like that, they might find this like unappealing. There's like, oh, this is kind of boring. When like people who've already seen like a lot of isekais, this is something fresh and new, and this is something that they would want. So that's why I'm like kind of like eh about it. Yep. To your eternity was so well done. Um, I really did enjoy it. The same thing with uh, uh, reincarnated line and ranking of things, and this case study of uh, Vanitas. But to me, personally, I just fell in love more with reincarnating as a slime a little bit, just a little bit more, only mm -hmm. because like I've read like I've read the manga, like I've gotten into it, like watching it, um, watching all this unfold, and you know how you know Studio Ape it really did this season well, yeah. especially with the fighting and the emotions behind it. Just I don't know, I really did enjoy it, and I. Honestly, for me, my pick would have to be uh, reincarnating as a slime. That's fair. Now, um, the one thing I will say to me, the only missing nomination from this list, and considering who's in uh, the anime of the year, which we'll come on to later on, of course, is I don't know why they didn't add ReZero's second core. I absolutely adored it. I think it would have easily... I, 
I don't know if it would have easily overtaken it, but if you're only counting Mushoko Tensai's first score, I would have probably said ReZero would have had a chance to win big time here. Um, but is there any other nominations for Best Fantasy you could probably put in here outside of, like, I said, ReZero maybe? Um, I mean, Honestly, I'm personally not the biggest fan of ReZero's second core or second season, but really? that's oh, just okay. me. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I would I would have agreed with you, Gail. It's like why if they would have added like a uh, ReZero, I probably would have voted for that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if so that that ReZero that ReZero second core is just oof. Stacey, anything from I you don't... maybe, or do you think this is fine as is? I mean, I mean, um, yeah, it just sucks because some of these come out later than others. Like Ranking of Kings, mm-hmm. when I watch it on Crunchyroll, it only has like a couple hundred comments on it, and then you go to like. Um, like Mashoko Tensei or something, and so many people know about this anime, yeah. and it's like these are kind of skewed depending on when when they're when they come out. So it's like mm-hmm. I just learned about Raking of Kings recently, like yep. this week, and I'm just like, bro, this anime deserves like nominations and like mm-hmm. awards and stuff. But it's just the timing of it all is a little frustrating. But because yeah. no one's really seen it, yeah, like no yeah. one's really seen it. And it's not even finished yet. This season hasn't even finished. Mm-hmm. It yeah. has like maybe eight episodes left. So yeah. it's like kind of weird how these are like being nominated, you know. But like those, that that's my two cents anyway. <laughs> I don't disagree. I mean, at the end of the day, in my opinion, to be honest, I will say this: a lot of people per perceive this to be the end-all be-all don't really perceive it as the end-all be-all because at the end of the day to a degree these are popularity contests as well every award show is to be honest um so you're gonna see one get the dub over the other it's super super hard to see something else win but we shall see i've seen underdogs win last year i remember i think i was watching some other like anime awards not Crunchyrolls. And uh, the anime of the year was set up to be Akudama Drive, which was kind of like an insane pick, to be honest. Ooh. So, Oh my gosh, yeah. that was such a good show. That though. was a very good show, but it went under the radar, but it still managed to win. So hopefully it's the same case with Crunchyroll. Because, yeah, I, I do believe like some of these, unfortunately, just haven't gotten the push they have. Like you said, I didn't hear of Ranking of Kings until the start of the winter season, which was like Jan by then half of the season was over for it. So I agree. I feel like there should be a little bit more promotion for some of these shows because they deserve it way more then uh, people give it credit uh, or, you know, even how what the streaming service thinks it might do actually or in terms of performance. Uh, but we move. We move from best fantasy up to best romance. And uh, this is where things get a bit interesting because uh, for best romance, <laughs> we have Stars by Studio Orange, Fruits Baskets, oh. the, uh, or the final season, TMS Entertainment, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Telecom Animation Film, Horimiya, Cloverworks, Komi Can't Communicate, OLM, and then the Duke of Death and his maid, JC Staff. Pretty interesting list. Quite kind of varied in terms of like uh, uh, the, the themes of the show, I should say. The best, it's the best way to put it. Um, but let's start off with you. Is huh? The nominations, man. How do you feel about these nominations? Oh, boy. Uh, some of these are good, while others I'm just like, mm, kind of. Oh, I'm kind of like, eh, about. Yep. Only because um for... Right now, in all honesty, I, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm very, very, like, I was in love with Fruits Basket. Like, yeah. Well, now how they redone it and like how like the visuals and everything. Mm -hmm. Fruits Basket was amazing. Comey can't communicate, just also amazing. 
But like Corey Mia really did hit a little bit harder for me only because like it it kind of felt a little more like grounded in like the romantic aspect of it. Yeah. As opposed to like Comey or don't to- or don't toy with me. So like for me, I would have to say Horimiya only because like it felt more grounded in the romance like yeah. aspect of it because it's something that's it was something that was relatable in like a lot of stuff like there's like there these there are relationships just like in Horimiya that's like very relatable where like you have like you know uh like this girl who's in love with her best friend and you know she can't you know be with him and then obviously she has to be a little little slimy and you know, for essentially like quote unquote like for like manipulate him into a relationship, which kind of like I was like, dang, that hurt. But again, it's you know it does happen, and I don't know. So yeah, for me, it has to be Hori Mia because it's just I don't know. It just felt like more relatable to me in that sense. That's fair. I know a lot of people who would put Hori Mia at number one on this list for sure. Beastars was the I'm I'm gonna just put it out there. Beastars is a little bit of an odd choice. I personally didn't see that much romance in the show. I I was not watching it entirely to be honest because I'm not the biggest fan of the show. But I just wanted to keep an eye out because I know how much uh people love it in the in on Twitter and stuff and on on Reddit as well. Uh, but I don't know why it's there. I feel like there should have been better nominations. I'm just going to put it out there straight up. Like, Hige Hero, bottom-tier character Tomozaki. I, I, there's just so many shows that I would have probably put in over that. But it's okay. We move. Uh, I personally believe it should be Fruits Baskets this, uh, uh, for this one. I'm not going to lie. Just purely because of how they've handled Season 3. Um, it's consistently improved from season to season to season. This reboot has just done a better job every season. I remember season one going into it. I wasn't uh, the most excited and I felt I was right towards the end of the first season. It, it didn't, it wasn't the best season ever. Uh, there were a lot of flaws with it, but then season two came and it improved drastically. And then season three came and it's even better. And of course it's a final season. So I think, you know, it deserves its position here. And I think it'll probably win in my opinion uh, out of this list. I will say, though, Horimiya definitely deserves a close second, and then Komi can't communicate as well. I think, to me, though, it has to be Fruits Basket, personally. Stacey, how about you? Um, I know we've uh, discussed Fruits Basket a lot of times. How do you feel about this list? Um, It's not a great romance list. <laughs> like, a lot of these didn't have, like, that much romance. Like, I don't know what these people consider romance, but a lot of it ain't it. Like, Miss <laughs> Nagatoro? Miss Nagatoro was annoying. Like, I don't yep. know. That mm-hmm. was, that was, like, what the, what kind of romance is that? Like, yep. I don't know. There was no romance in that. Um, I haven't seen, um, Comey Can't Communicate or The Duke of Death. Um, <gasps> Beastars, like, had some sort of romance. There's some, like, romance a little bit in gotcha. there um, the first season. Um, I do like Beastars, though. It's a pretty interesting show. Um, but I, it's, I don't think it's that known for the romance. Maybe it gets that way a little bit more um, in the later seasons. I do love Fruits Basket a lot. I actually just finished Fruits Basket not that long ago. And yeah, there's romance everywhere. Like that show is just all about love and romance and obviously some mystery and everything. But you see these characters. It's not just like the main character falling in love with a guy and all that stuff. You you just see a bunch of different characters falling in love with each other. And I think the whole ambiance is about love. And I just 
totally love Fruits Baskets, and I think it should win. Um, I think it was awesome. Hori Mia was so freaking boring. Like, I don't like it. Um, I, like, never thought it was fun. I was like, I saw it. I saw it, like, a few months ago. I can't remember a single thing about that show. Like, it was so boring to me. I finished it, though. But, yeah. I mean, I remember some romance, like, at the very end. And I was like, okay, great. Love it. A next. And that's how I felt about that. So, yeah. Fruits baskets for me. There you go, Ben. There you go. Um, <laughs> somebody in chat mentioned this, by the way. Uh, Twitch chat, that is. Um, he's he's not wrong. I think they... I, <laughs> I I don't know where quintessential quintuplets is in this list either. I, it should have been in here as well. Uh, yeah, some of these nominate. I mean, it, 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 they're very hit and miss. Uh, this is Crunchyroll at its finest. It can't, this is where we'll... Don't worry. Once we get to the other stuff, it's going to get worse. Uh, Joker, how do you feel about these nominees? Uh... I agree with Hidalgo HHH because where is Team Miku on this list? <laughs> Please and thank you, quintessential quintuplets. You deserve to be on this list more than probably Beastars and Nagatoro. Yeah, and Nagatoro should not be on there. What is Nagatoro doing on there? I don't know. That's not a romance. That's just that's so a bad. bullying fantasy. <laughs> it is for real. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, I I haven't watched Beastars. It's not on my list. Uh, Fruits Basket, also not a follower of it. I am aware of, you know, it, it's on season three and I know what it's about, but I'm not a follower. Nagatora can get out of here. Horamiya, I would have voted number one if it if the entire show focused on Hori and Miyamura. But the first like four episodes were about them and the next like six were Side not characters. about them. Yeah. It's about, yeah, it's about the side characters, like the best friend who's in love with the other friends. Like, that's fine. I'm okay with that for a couple episodes. And then it's like the brother and his relationship with his sister of just like him being complete polar opposites. Like, I don't care. I only cared about the main characters and you took me too far away. And then like the last episode, you brought him back. So mm -hmm. that killed it for me. Comey Can't Communicate is just wholesome. It's wholesome fun. There's no romance, though. It's like they've, they've never... Yes, there's some blushing, and yes, there's some, ooh, look at this, maybe we can get together. No, that, that doesn't cut it. I'm sure, because season two is mm -hmm. coming, maybe they'll flesh that out later, but that's yep. not this season. Yeah, the Duke that, of that, Death that. and his maid, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, good. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I was just going to uh, say, yeah, the, that April season with, uh, or the spring season with season two of Komi Can't Communicate is going to be so harsh compared Considering it's going up against like Kaguya Samba, Science Shield Love, Hero, Shield Hero, Spy Family, it's a, it's a very difficult season. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, uh, the Duke of Death and His Maid, I have watched, and I actually really enjoyed it. I know there's not a lot of people who care for the the CGI, the full CGI kind of a uh, quality, mm -hmm. uh, but I think they did a good job of portraying this this. Well, it's sorry, it's a kid, a kid who can't touch anyone because they will straight up die and he has his this maid that is you know works for him but she's like a childhood friend and something like that and they obviously very much love each other they obviously cannot touch each other like they can't hold hands they can't hug they can't do anything and so the story of them kind of going around and trying to show their emotion without being able to physically communicate it to each other I thought was very wholesome and it had some story of them trying to figure out everything about it and try and solve it. I think not watching fruits basket that 
Duke of Death is my number one pick because none of the other mm-hmm. ones have real any romance. So that's just me. Uh, that's an interesting choice. I wasn't expecting anybody to bring up uh, Duke of Death as the best uh, uh, romance choice here, but I can see it. I understand where you guys are coming from. Um, no, definitely think like, yeah, this this list is definitely weak. Like Nakatora shouldn't be here, like you guys said. Beastars, in my opinion, could have been pushed aside. Komi can't communicate. I understand why they do it because they've obviously titled it as a rom-com, so it kind of goes in here, but even still... It's it's very iffy to put it that, but yeah, no, I I personally believe I uh, uh that the right three should be here no matter what, but definitely think like the left three could be kicked out for Quince. Um, uh, I think I mentioned one more Hige Hero bottom tier character Tomozaki. You could easily put any of those three in here. Can you put Hige Hero in romance though? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a romance slice of life. I mean, that's how they portray it as. I. I, I I question it as well because it's very concerning considering the age difference and all, you know, but uh, it's how it is. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> Anime, necessarily yeah. back it, but I, you know, everybody else is backing it. So I kind of have to also say like, maybe you could probably throw it in there. Maybe uh, I love Sayu just as much as the next person likes Sayu, but uh, yeah, it's very, he very, he very, it's very concerning and it's very obvious that there is, no romance between them, even though yeah. she wants there to be towards the end. But it's like yeah. there is legitimately like no romance. <laughs> yeah. All right. We move on to the next category, though. We go to the best drama. Now, uh, we have uh, a couple of sim- similar choices from previous uh, categories here as well. Uh, we have first and foremost, 86, however, from A1 Pictures, Fruits Basket, TMS Entertainment, Kageki Shoujo, Pine Jam, Odd Taxi picks uh, XOLM, uh, uh, combine it together for the uh, production of that show. To Your Eternity, Brains Base, Wonder Egg Priority, Cloverworks. I have to probably give this to Fruits Basket again. It's as simple as that. I don't think it's, uh, I, I have to add much. 86 was really good. I You know, A1 Pictures put a lot into 86, it felt like, especially in the second half of the season. The first half can be kind of hit or miss. I know a lot of people had that feeling. but. I think that second half was really good, but I don't think it's enough to overcome Fruits Basket for me personally as best drama. How do you guys feel? Uh, let me know, guys. Come on. Fruits Basket, for sure. A lot of drama, a lot of romance, a lot of this, that, and the other. I love it. Uh, Autaxi wasn't really a big... I mean, it was just a more of a mystery than anything. I don't think... I mean... It was dramatic in some places, but I think Fruits Baskets takes the cake. Uh, to Your Eternity is also dramatic and has a lot of like emotional parts. Yep. But again, so does Fruits Basket, and it just has more episodes, and the story is complete, so we know how it finishes. And yeah, I think Fruits Basket will probably win this one. Yeah, yeah, I think Fruits Basket's definitely up there. I, I will agree with you on Autaxi. It had some good uh, elements there, but I just feel like... To me, it has to be between 86 or Fruits Basket, but I'll give the uh, Fruits Basket the edge because of just how complete it was and how consistent it was in that final season as well. Uh, definitely think 86 had a couple of flaws in that first half of its uh, season. Or, I mean, yeah, first half of its season because it was a two-parter, basically. Um, but yeah, the first part kind of had some iffiness. Second half was a lot stronger, though. Joker and Iz, how about you guys? What do you guys feel? Uh, as much, as much as I would love to say Wonder Egg Priority. No, I'm kidding. Um, as much as I would love to say, (laughs) as much as I would love to say 86, it has to be Fruits Basket because like you said, 
The first half of 86 really threw me off on the antagonist where it was like, hey, this is the antagonist. I'm just like, really? This makes no sense, but okay. Mm-hmm. But then like the second half where like now every, like everything started like going to place, you know, everything's like starting to build up after that first season. Yeah. I was just I, I felt I fell in love with it. Like 86, like I was out once I the first episode of 86 when that first dropped, I was like, I immediately watched this. Love the drama and everything, but Fruits Basket really, really like hit, just really hit harder for me. Yeah, because like it really made me feel something more like throughout every single episode. Like it, like I like to be honest. At the end of the final season, at the end, at the final episode, I was like, man, I kind of want to shed one single tear, but obviously, like one, um, but like I really couldn't, but. <laughs> but I really couldn't, but like I, I was like, if I could, I could shed one single yeah. tear for the end of uh, Fruits Basket. But yeah, yeah, that that's that's just my vote. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Eighty six definitely was up there, and I feel like the themes that eighty six tackled, you know, the uh, very, um, I would say, I mean, the best way to put it, it was very like you, you know, the themes that surrounded the world, uh, the Second World War and the First World War in terms of like the. Uh, discrimination and everything i think 86 tackled those themes extremely well but yeah i i do think that first half will unfortunately let it down slightly in the in and any nomination list unfortunately and uh it's sad because i think it had the quality and the metal to possibly get up there in terms of best uh anything even arguably i think it could have easily jumped up and possibly competed for anime of the year but i don't know if it can just purely because of how that first half went. Uh, but recency bias, you know, people will always, uh, you know, vote in favor of whatever happened most recently compared to the first half. Um, Joker, how about you, man? Uh, let's see what you, your thoughts are on this list. I mean, I've only seen 86 on this list. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the first half is flawed. The second half is technically not even over because of all the production issues they've had behind yeah. the scenes where they had to mm-hmm. push so many episodes and go completely off schedule like they had to do a like a commentary episode in december and then they had like a filler episode two weeks later and then everything is pushed and now we're still waiting on the last two episodes so it's not even done yet and it for whatever's happening at a1 pictures uh it sucks because it this could have been over and this could that could have been like the key filler for pushing this into the number one spot for me. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, I kind of had to go with the flow on this one and just go Fruits Basket because I'm not familiar with any of the other ones. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that's the biggest thing I have to agree with you on is yeah, the, the production issues towards the end. I remember even when I was making the uh, winter season rundown right or sorry the fall season rundown i was like i want to give 86 a lot more credit than it deserves but i can't because there's still two episodes to go and at that point i was still expecting the two episodes to air in this uh january itself but then they announced it to be in like what march i think so it's really unfortunate uh considering all things said and done but yeah i don't think there's any other i mean i could probably say you could obviously throw in a couple of other shows in this list you know you got your you got your um uh, I mean, I guess AOT is a drama at this point, let's be real. But uh, I don't think there's really major, any major shows that I would probably put in this uh, list. You guys can let us know in the Twitch chat, possibly, that you might put in best drama. Uh, but we move. We move to the best comedy of the year. Now, uh, 
we got the more, you know, fun ones here. I would say the best way to put it. We have Miss Nagatoro by Telecom Animation Film, Heaven's Design Team, Asahi Production, Komi Can't Communicate, OLM, Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan, uh, Studio Blanc, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, Kyoto Animation, and Odd Taxi uh, picks uh, an OLM together doing this one. So to me, I, I have to easily give it to, I mean, I, the return. I think, you know, Credit where it's due, KyoAni's return to making a proper show after so long. I mean, the, the Violet Evergarden movie was already in production when the whole arson attack went down, unfortunately, uh, at their studio. And, you know, a lot of people passed away, unfortunately, uh, tragically. And um, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is their first return to making a full-on show. And, you know, from start to finish, a new director had to come in because the previous one passed away in that attack, unfortunately. And they did a fantastic job to me. Honestly, a, a, a great comeback. Really well made. I mean, some of the... I th there were some fight scenes in Dragon Maid. And I know it's not part of the best comedy part. But I have to include it in. Because that fight scene was actually really sick. I've never seen KyoAni do a fight scene before properly. Like a full-fledged fight scene. And they did such a good job with it. But yeah, the comedy in Dragon Maid, I'll obviously love it as well. I think out of all of this, I would probably give my vote to... Uh, Dragon Maid, unbelievable episode, uh, unbelievable season, not episode, sorry, unbelievable season. Uh, how do you guys feel, Stacy? Um, I mean, I've only seen Nagatoro and Odd Taxi, and neither of them made me laugh. So, um, I'm sure there's a better anime out there for best comedy. Um, Nagatoro was annoying, not the best anime. Mm -hmm. Odd Taxi has very dry humor, which yep. is very like mature, and I can see why some people thought it was funny. But I never laughed, not a single peep from either of those animes. But, um, yeah. If there is a better comedy anime, I would give it to them. Um, but those two, I probably wouldn't even nominate them for best comedy, honestly. Understandable. Yeah, I think Odd Taxi was a bit of an odd one here. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, Haha. <laughs> um, oh my god, get out, Gail. That was funnier than the entire anime. So yeah, listen, I, I'm trying, yeah. right? I think, <laughs> I, I think there should have been a couple of others in this list. I think, yeah, Iruma Khan was robbed once again, as per usual. I think a couple of other rom-coms could have easily sliced their way in here as well, in my opinion. Um... It's unfortunate, uh, but yeah, I think this list is kind of awkwardly positioned. I feel like I think they are setting it up to be either Komi or Dragon Maid, more so Ko Dragon Maid, I feel, to win. But I do feel like Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan is pretty decent. Um, I you know what I wish was on here what, was... What? Um... Oh god, what is it called? The Way of the House Husband. Yeah, that season actually two. Been in here. Yeah. Bro, that yeah. has me crying on the floor. It's I agree. so funny. I'm That's... like, why is that on here? <laughs> you know, I still I was gonna wait for Gail to ask our for our other picks to put in here, but yeah, that needs to go in here. No, no, no. Hilarious. Yeah, what Way of the House Husband was actually phenomenal. I think the one thing as well I love about that show is like I remember when people were slating how it was made, right? But they did a fantastic job and it's actually good, you know, in terms of how, oh my God, how it was. It has honestly. me crying. Yeah. It's so funny. I love that yeah. anime. Definitely agree. I think that was the really good shout that should have been on this list, actually. You true, you true. Um, Joker, I know you got kind of robbed there, <laughs> unfortunately, by <laughs> Stacey, but how do you feel about this list? Generally? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've only seen snippets of Odd Taxi, but it seems to be not to be a comedy it seems to be more of kind of a, a mystery kind of thriller almost yeah you can correct me if i'm wrong but i'm not you don't belong here 
<laughs> Heaven's Design Team, I, I didn't like that show at all. And it's like, yeah, you're following people making weird monsters and giving them weird body parts, and that's cool and all, but I, I don't care. You didn't make me laugh. Nagatoro, again, doesn't belong pretty much in any of these categories, really, ever. Uh, Komi Can't Communicate, <laughs> I, yeah, it's a comedy. Um, yeah. I did laugh a few times, but I don't think it deserves a number one spot. Life Lessons with Uramachio Nissan <laughs> actually, yep. I think, accurately portrays most adults in this real world right now of hating everything about your life and your job, but then just putting on that smile. It's customer service 101 in there. So it's it's realistic humor. So I I kind of like that one, but I also I love Kyoani and Dragon Maid does deserve yeah. number one. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Hidalgo in there as well. Like it's definitely more slice of life than comedy, but the moments that it has definitely do make me chuckle and laugh a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I think life lessons, like you said, would probably get a second place for me as well. Uh, Komi can't communicate would be third and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, I just think Odd Taxi and Nagatoro, I, I see why people say, oh, Nagatoro should be in there, but nah, no, no. It's just yeah. like that, stu- it's just like a, I don't know, a childish humor. It's yeah. not... I don't know. Yeah, yeah like it. personally, I know that, you know, people like to make similarities between the uh, Nagatora and Takagi-san, but I like Takagi-san way more because it's actually a little bit more wholesome and a little, a lot more bearable compared to Nagatora-san. Both are like those teasing <laughs> type of shows. Uh, but I think Takagi-san just handles it way better than Nagatora ever has or ever will, in my opinion, in my opinion, of course. Uh, but we move on to best action. And this is where yes. things get very yes. interesting. Oh my god. This, this <laughs> is, wait, is Wonder Egg an action anime? Listen, I I have I've had it enough. I've had enough of Crunchyroll. I I saw this by the way when I was voting and I was just like, why is it in every literal category? But you know what? We move. Uh, we have AOT, final season part one, Studio Mappa. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Mugen Train Arc. So this is the anime version, by the way. This is not the movie. Uh, Studio Ufotable. Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, Studio Mappa. Uh, SSS Dinazon, Studio Trigger. Danazenon, sorry. Uh, Vivi, Fluorite Eyes Song, with Studio, with, uh, with Studio. Wonder Egg Priority, Studio Cloverworks. Let's ignore Wonder Egg Priority whenever it pops up because I've had <laughs> enough of that, honestly. I've literally just had enough of that show entirely. Um, I think it goes to Mugen Chain because it's literally a movie and anime. I have no other way to say it. Yeah. If you're going best action, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, how do you vote for anything else here? There's just no way you Agree. can vote for anything else in here. What do you guys suggest? Okay. I totally okay. agree. Um, no, Mugen Train, full of amazing action mm-hmm. animation. I mean, the whole ending sequence, just the whole thing is just so yeah. great. I love it. It's a whole action movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, obviously great animation and good action, but honestly, same with Attack on Titan. Like, they all had their action-y moments, but I think, like, the entire Mugen Train arc was filled with action, and I has to go to that, I think. Yep, agreed. I, I have to agree with you on that one. I I mean, as much as I'd love to give it to Jujutsu Kaisen, if Mugen Chain wasn't on this list, it would probably just go straight away to JJK. AOT, I felt, had, uh, you could tell there were production uh, issues. I mean, we, we've known that part one of that final season was plagued with production issues, you know, uh, employees overworking themselves and everything. And you could tell at times in that show, 
Um, whereas JJK and Demon Slayer were pretty solid from start to finish. But again, I think that movie quality just gives Mugen Chain the advantage. Joker and Ez, how do you guys feel? How has no one talked about Vivi? Oh my god. I it's unfortunate. Didn't even know that it existed until five seconds ago. Stacy, I <laughs> you need to go watch Vivi like after right. this podcast. I, I am swear adding to it God. to my anime list. <laughs> it is right now. so good. It is. It's. It was like a, it's how I feel about Akadama Drive being one hundred percent slept on this entire year, and it's unfortunate that it's going against you know the super big hitters like Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer and JJK, Dinazenon, and I mean I love Studio Trigger. I love Kill a Kill. I liked um, Gridman. I didn't really give Dinazenon a good watch. Yep. But, like, Vivi is incredible. The animation mm-hmm. quality, the storytelling, the music, the fight scenes, everything about that show was so well played out. And yep. I'm putting it number one because it deserves to be number one. I don't care what anyone else says about Demon I... Slayer and Attack on Titan. I absolutely respect it. To be honest, I would probably go, in my opinion, it would probably be Mugen Chain, JJK. Uh, it's hard between Dana Zenon and Vivi, to be honest for me, but I'd probably place one of those there. AOT, I, I feel like AOT might not even be put on this list. I feel like there should be some other shows in that, in that spot, to be honest, in terms of best action. I could easily put in, like, so many other shows in that list in terms of best action that actually... Provided really good action, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I can understand what you, you, what you feel about Vivi because it actually is really, really solid. And again, it's showing that Witch Studio is flourishing without them being chained by AOT, which is very nice to see, honestly, that they've managed to kind of break away from the AOT chains and actually produce really, really good shows, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, wh- what do you think is? How do you feel? Okay, I'm going to keep this nice, quick, fast, and simple. All I'm going to say is this. I really did enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen more than I did for Demon Slayer, only because I just love, you know, Studio Mappa a little bit more, especially more of, like, their fight scenes, especially how they choreograph most of their fight scenes with actual people, like, doing the choreographs. Like, they don't... Like, obviously, like, you know, Euphorable, amazing, amazing, like, uh, scenes and stuff like that, but just how Mappa uses, like, actual in-house, like, people to choreograph each and every fight and each every move so for me it has to be Jujutsu Kaisen and then obviously a close second would have to be the Demon Slayer the Mugen Train fair enough there we go there we go there's our list seeing a lot of people in chats uh you know uh drop AOT doesn't deserve any best thank you whoever's in 5-9 gaming I think it's either Truk or Eggy. um but yeah for real even the Fade Camelot movie yeah that's fair now there's just so many shows and movies that I feel like should have been uh uh, placed over this but we move on to the next segments i i think we'll combine these two together in just one shot basically um and we'll give our votes at the same time uh for both and that's best ending sequence and best opening sequence we'll start off with the ending sequence um we've got shogeki yuko anzo for aot final season part one yatashi suisei uh for by yoasobi uh b stars Shirogane Lisa for Mugen Train, Nainai Reona for Shadow's House, Infinity Yuri Skate the Infinity, Ganbare Kumoko-san no theme for So I'm a Spider, So What? I mean, I'd probably give it to Shogeki or Shirogane personally. Or um, Nainai was actually really solid as well, but what do you guys think? 
uh, for this one. Uh, this is a little bit harder, but I had mean Lisa's right there. Uh, I mean, I can't vote for Demon, anybody Demon else Slayer. but Lisa. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, Demon Joker. Slayer Demon is Slayer? the one here. Yeah. <laughs> Stacey, how about you? When they made ending sequences, that's just like the, the ending. ending. Yeah. Like dude, ending. if dude, the music in Skate to the Infinity mm -hmm. is awesome. I love that. I don't remember the ending sequence, but it's probably dope. So I'll give it to them because they need a award this year. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. No, I think actually, you know what? I'm trying to remember it because it's been a while since I've seen Skate. What what what, what season was it in? Was it summer? I think it was summer or something. I could it be was, wrong. Yeah, summer it was. Season, yeah. It was summer, it was right? Summer. Yeah, it has been a minute. But it wasn't actually bad, honestly. I don't think the ending was bad at all. I think it was actually really decent. So maybe I might place it over Nine Nine. But I don't know. Shirogane was really, really solid. And I like the uh, ending for AOT still, though. That's a, This is a difficult one, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Oof. Well, how about you, Is? Yeah. How do you feel? Honestly, Infinity would would have been... It would have been like a good one but like i don't know i was like the ending sequence was really good but just it's it's lisa like come on like i, I just feel like at this the point like whenever lisa shows up like i have i like i legitimately have to give it to either like for me it's lisa or aimer whenever i see one of those two Ooh, yeah like in in these in these categories i always have to give it to either one of those so for me yeah. like as much as i want to give it to uh Infinity for Skate the Infinity, I have to give it to uh, Lisa. the Demon Slayer Shirogane. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Understandable. We move on to uh, best opening sequence. I mean, we'll obviously come on to like any extra nominations that we feel to afterwards. But we have the best opening sequence, Boku no Senso, or I think it was My War, um, which yep. I, absolutely the worst opening I've ever seen in any AOT <laughs> like season. Opera? I you am like sorry, opera? bro. That <laughs> opening sequence does not deserve to be on this list, and I don't know why it's here, but we move. Kaibutsu uh, Yosobi from Beastars, Vivid Vites, Huya Extended, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, Aino Supreme Fana from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, Odd Taxi, skate, uh, Skirt, and Pun P, I guess that's how you pronounce their name. I don't know. Odd Taxi, <laughs> Crybaby, Official, uh, Hige, Don Dizum, Tokyo Revengers. I, I, it's a vivid vice for me. This one's easy. Ooh. Mm -mm. Really? Tokyo Revengers for me, Crybaby. I can't get that song out of my head, and I love it so much. I play it all the time, guys. I literally sing it. I don't know. That song is so good. I love it. Is who do you got? Because I think we might go in opposite directions on all of this. Uh no, nah, for me, I listen here. All I'm going to say is this is this is the time I agree with Stacy on this one. <laughs> Crybaby was just oh so dude, good. Just, the Crybaby was just so phenomenal because it mm -hmm. made so much sense. Like the opening sequence of like him just like you know just like the whole type background and everything like that is just ah dude I love Crybaby and like. The vocals in that just really yes. just hits. The Agree. Hits. Agree. Oh, no. I'm going Kabutsu with, for Beastars. Like, I'm not... I haven't watched Beastars at all, but mm -hmm. I've listened to Yosobi from a few different things, and I love all of their stuff. They sound so good. So that's my vote. There we go. Um, all right. Any nominations that you guys would want to add? I personally feel it's a shambolic Ooh. performance that they didn't add a... I love how I'm saying it's as if it's a performance to add a nomination in here. Uh, I don't know why they didn't add Vi any of Vivi's stuff because it's a musical show. Because she has three of them. Li like literally, it could have been in any one of those could have been in here and they would have really done super well in my opinion. I mean, they probably wouldn't have won because popularity at the end of the day, but I no. think they should have been in here probably. But any other nominations I mean, you guys yeah. feel? 
possibly. Um, mm. Skate to the Infinity's opening is dope. Paradise, mm -hmm. I added that to my Spotify playlist. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I have so many songs on here that like aren't from this season but are so good that are like close to this season. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would totally add Skate to the Infinity on there for sure. I kind of like he. Uh, no, not he heroes. Uh, Horamiya's OP. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I know a lot of people um, were but, backing that one as well, yeah. Yeah, and then Comey, Comey Can't Communicate um, had a very good one. And then, yeah, I, I agree with you, Gail, that Vivi, one of Vivi's should have been here. Probably Galaxy Anthem, like the third yeah. one. I like but, JoJo Part 6's opening. I like it a lot. I've ever heard <laughs> At one, least actually. visually. The song is cool at some moments. Some of it I don't really like. But yeah, I don't even know if it would be considered for like an award this year, but I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would also say like, you know, I know people, I mean, obviously JJK's second ED didn't get nominated here, but I mean, after Lost Paradise, uh, Lost in Paradise, sorry, I, I doubt it would it, anything could compare to that one. That was such a good oh, oh, ED for JJK's first half, right? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I think with that, we move into the best VA performance, Japanese. We're skipping English because I don't think any of us watch dub. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, no. I, I, I apologize, but you guys will have to just deal with that. You guys can let us know in the chat or in the comment section of this uh, podcast that as to what you guys think. In terms of best VA performance English, but we move. Uh, best VA performance Japanese. Ayane Sakura for Gabby Braun, AOT The Final Season Part 1. Yuki Kaji for Eren Yeager, AOT Final Season Part 1. Kiyoshi Kobayashi, Daisuke Jigen, uh, uh, Loop in the Third Part 6. Natsuki Hane for Orokawa or Taxi. Ayuki for Kumoko, So I'm a Spider, So What? And Kanata Aikawa for Aihoto, uh, Wonder Egg Priority. I mean... Hmm. I'd give it to Aaron, Yuki Kaji. Probably. Uh, Taxi, yeah. that guy had like one voice the entire time of the anime. So I don't know yeah. why. He's like so monotone the entire yeah. time. I think between um, Gabby's actress and Aaron's actor, I think those two probably yeah. would be good. Mm -hmm. I think, I just think, I mean, I'm, I probably am getting spoiled a bit from, uh, or, you know, putting some recency bias because of the last couple of episodes, including yesterday's or... I should say some of you guys today's, today's. episode low key um, because I did watch a couple of uh, minutes before I had to cut or we had to start off the podcast, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, I have to give it to Aaron personally. So, uh, what do you guys think as well? From this list, it had to be Aaron, but not on this list would be Vivi. Agree. <clears throat> good shout. Vivi's yeah, a very I, good shout. I have to give it like there's really no like, I mean, it has to be Aaron. Like, I really, like, don't get me wrong, I've watched Lupin the Third Part 6, and Kiyoshi Kobayashi, oh my god, like, yeah. his voice was actually really well done, but it's mm -hmm. just, I don't know, like, to be competing against, like, Air the Aaron Yeager of, and Yuki Kaji, and how, yeah, like, Yeager. his voice, his voice range, his voice range yeah. throughout all the seasons, like, it's just, it had to be him. And you know, Gabby, we 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 can we could just forget about Gabby. She doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh, her Ouch. voice actress did a good job. Dang, <laughs> it's not her fault. Her character is meh. Yeah, her character is sucky, but like that has nothing to do with no, the voice no, actress. The, the voice actor is fine, but Gabby herself, no. I think yeah. 
the way of the house husband should be on here too. <laughs> the main guy. Yeah. He is dope. That that main guy of way of the house husband, he deserves it. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we move though to the next one, the best score, of course. Uh this one is a little oh, yes. uh interesting. Yes. I mean, there's one obvious winner here because it's a musical show, but we'll still go through the entire nominees nonetheless. Hiroyuki Sawano and Kota Yamamoto for 86. So Sawano Goat, of course. Uh, Yuki Kaji, uh, sorry, Yuki Kaji, uh, Kajiura and Goshina for Demon Slayer Kimetsu Naiba Mugen Train. Uh, Mabanua, sorry, for uh, Megalobox 2 Nomad. Uh, Punpi Vava and OMSB for Odd Taxi. Satoru Kosaki for Vivi. Dere Mouse and Mito for One Reg Priority. I mean, I'd personally give it to Vivi just because it's actually a music show and it actually really had good score in the background. Honestly, it was really, really well done. What do you guys think? Yeah, Vivi takes this. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say Vivi takes it easily because Hiroki Sawano is a god among men as far as music true. production. That is true. Like Gundam Hathaway, so many of the other things he did. He did uh, Recreators. That score was incredible. So yeah. everything he touches turns into musical gold yeah maybe but, i wasn't i shouldn't have been too fast to say that because even i think so i was like the goat honestly but like yeah I, this is like vivi's was i just find vivi vivi's to be a lot more consistent the moments which Sawano didn't work on i felt like that kind of let 86 down at times in my opinion but when Sawano touched it it was like you said it's yeah, might to touch it is literally like <laughs> gold immediately uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, what do you think? Stacey? I really have nothing to say about best scores. I don't know. I guess I didn't see most of these. <laughs> I, I mean, music, I don't even guys. remember like the scores. So I don't really know what I would vote here for. So, yeah, just, just say Vivi. Just say Vivi. <laughs> I would vote for Vivi. I've never seen it, but I think it <laughs> deserves it. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you? Uh, what about you? Is how do you find the music in all of these shows? Uh, to be honest, I just gotta give it to 86. 86 really just yeah. different for me with the music. All right. And you know what? I, I'll probably do this. I'll probably uh, watch the WOD later on big, or watch the podcast later on on YouTube. But I need to make sure I note down what we've actually voted for so that we can come back on Wednesday or something and maybe may have a, either a video or we can do it on stream next time around. We are back and see if see we... See how off we were or yeah. see how terrible the judges yep. were. Yep, exactly. We'll need to do that <laughs> later on. All right. We moved to best character design next, however. Um... Now, this is a little bit of an interesting one. I know uh, I had this discussion with some other friends of mine and viewers of mine uh, on my personal channel. Um, it's so hard to decide best character design because there's so many. It's so subjective, right? Because everybody has their own perspective on like, what does best character design mean? But let's talk through the nominees first before we get into that. Tadashi Hiramitsu, uh, Hiramatsu, sorry, for Jujutsu Kaisen Kur 2. Baku Kinoshita and Hiromi Nakayama for Odd Taxi. Atsuko Nozaki for Ranking of Kings, Michinori Chiba for Escape the Infinity, Aindrov, Flat Studio, and Yuichi Takahashi for Vivi, Taki Takahashi for Wonder Egg Priority. Best character design, guys. What do you guys... Be... How do you guys perceive it first and foremost, and what would you give it to? Honestly, okay, I would give it to Odd Taxi. I can't say why necessarily, because it might be a major spoiler. For this, I would give it to Odd Taxi. Um... There's just a lot with the character design that goes with the story. Um, Ranking of Kings, I love the character designs are so simplistic. Like, I've never watched an anime so simplistic in my life. Um, I do like Skate the Infinity. The characters are interesting. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, interesting as well. Um, 
honestly, what I think should be there. I, this is very basic, but honestly, Demon Slayer has some of the best character designs like I've ever seen when it comes to anime. Like just the way they look, the their colors, the representations that they have with their you know elements. I love their character design. I always comment on the character design. And I think Jojo, Jojo part six character designs. Yeah. Should be on there. They're flawless. Jojo character designs are always, uh, they're always beautiful. Like yeah. they, that would take the cake every time. Maybe that's why they're not on there, but yeah, that's what I gotta say. Fair enough. Fair enough. I see uh, <laughs> what you get, what you're thinking there. I, to me, honestly, this is a lot harder as well, because to me, I mean, character design comes to like the, Obviously, how they look, how they behave, their personalities, how do they interact with the environment around them, the story that's being built around them. It's hard here, honestly. I, I mean, I haven't watched Ranking of Kings, but I know uh, based on what everybody has been saying that it deserves to be at least considered, if not probably win the whole thing altogether. Um, to me, Vivi and Jujutsu Kaisen are up there as well, in my opinion. I think they deserve it as well. I personally give it to Vivi for now, of course. Um, but of course, you know, if I watch Ranking of Kings, I'd probably give it to that. Uh, Joker, how about you? Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm just gonna have to keep going Vivi on this one. I, mm -hmm. I do appreciate the color palette and the, like, the yep. art style that Skate the Infinity went with. But I just, I am so in love with everything about Vivi's character design. I mean, sometimes when you get those, like, really hard, detailed still cuts, and it's just so in-depth, and, like, the details on the eyes and the emotions and the hair, everything about it looks so good mm -hmm. that I can't vote for anything else on this list. It is. Uh, in all honesty... I, I I would have to I would have to give it to I would have to give it to Jujutsu Kaisen only because I love Skate the Infinity's character design and also love the simplicity of Ranking of Kings, but it's just I don't know that's that's just what I have to go with because like I just like the character designs a little bit more for Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, no, I'll definitely get it. All right, we move then to the best animation category. Uh, this one is a little bit interesting because yet again, we have a movie in this list as per usual. Love, love to see it. Uh, we have Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Mugen, Train Arc, Studio Ufotable, JJK, Core 2, Studio Mappa, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, Kyoto Animation, Mushoko Tensai, Jobless Reincarnation, Core 1, Studio Bind, Vivi, Fluorite's Eyes Song, with, uh, Fluorite Eyes Song with Studio, and... Ignore that, and we don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about best animation, and where who should win this one? Chad, you guys can also let us know. Um, it's hard to compare. Like, obviously, the movie with Demon Slayer is awesome, but dude, that one scene, the one bread scene in Mushoko Tensei. I know that's in part two yes. where Rudy mm -hmm. was opening the bread. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, all the budget went into that one scene where he was just like put like opening that bread yep. i was like dude i don't know that sold me even though it's like the second part mashoko tensei yeah when, <laughs> it's the, also when very the opening of bread looks better than the entirety of like yeah. season three and four like, of seven deadly sins <laughs> <laughs> it's I like whoa yeah also i'm sorry but wonder if priority does not deserve any love we'll, they, no. sorry. They, they can it's get like, out of here yeah it can get out of here 
Yeah, I think it's unfair that Mugen Chain's on this list, but I mean, it is. it did have an anime season. It's just, uh, unlike Toei, they decided to actually be smart about it and just copy-paste the movie, which made sense compared to like Toei redoing the whole thing, unfortunately. Um, but honestly, I have to agree with you. If I weren't giving it to Mugen Chain, I'd probably give it to Mushiko Tensai as well. I think it did extremely well. And then JJK and Kobayashi's Dragon Maid probably follow up. How about you, uh, Joker? How do you feel about this? Uh, yeah, I sadly, I got to put Vivi down as number two. So Mushoku Tensei fully deserves to be on number one. I mean, just the opening shot of Rudy discovering how to use the water magic in the attic and just the circle pan, like the rotoscoping on that and just the water effects of that just one scene was incredible. And then, like Stacy mentioned earlier, the bread scene in season two, literally, like, I think all the animes were on that one. Yeah. So it Mushoku Tensei wins hands down here. Vivi's number two though. Is what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Demon Slayer because just the animation, just ufotable, always you know, it's it's ufotable. Like they yeah. always they're always knocking stuff out the park when it comes to animation style. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if it was the second core of Mushoko, I would have given it to that. But, you know, it's ufotable. You got to give it to them for the best animation, especially yeah. for how well they did the Mugen Train arc. Mm-hmm. No, definitely understand it. Yeah, I think it's a lot. It's just unfortunate that uh, these lot are going up against what is basically a movie in this in this list, unfortunately. Very big shame, but it is what it is. I don't think there's any other nominee that I would probably put in here. I'm trying to think of a couple. Mm. Maybe reason no, no no I can't I can't I can't uh, I was trying to think of some other shows but I just can't think of any other major show that I would probably put in terms of uh in in this list I could probably put in terms of visuals I would say maybe Tactop could be in there but that's only just the visuals and sceneries I don't know if I would put animation for it um but yeah if you guys have any uh, do you guys have any other suggestions in terms of like uh nominees that should been should have been on this list. None for me, no. Way no. of the House Husband oh, animation. Okay. Well, I, I don't know about that. I, 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 I backed you on the comedy and the voice yeah. acting, but I don't know about the animation oh part. <laughs> I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. But <laughs> I do love that anime so much. <laughs> no, I feel you on that. Uh, what, do you, what about you, uh, Joker? And is any specific one? No, no I, I don't have any additions. I'm just looking ahead at Best Director, and I don't know why we need to go over that. No, I don't think we need to. If we want, we can probably uh, pass on over that one as well, because I I probably would just give it to Sung-Hoo Park or Hayashi, but we'll come on to that in just a second. Um, I'm seeing some people in chat as well. Um, I could say, yeah, ReZero Part 2 is what I was saying. I think it deserves it. I think it should have been in there, possibly. Hathaway's Flash as well. I think it it should count. I don't know why it hasn't for... Yeah, uh, that's technically control. 2020 though. Technically. I guess yeah, it's it's got the same issue as uh, uh some other shows, but okay, or some other movies like Violet Evergarden and stuff. Anyways, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we move to best director. I think this one's pretty simple and straightforward. Uh, Yuichiro Hayashi for AOT Final Season Part One, Sungu Park for Jujutsu Kaisen, Yo Moriyama Megalobox and Two Nomad, Baku Kinoshita for Odd Taxi, Shingo Natsume for Sony Boy, uh, Sony Boy, and Shin. Wakabayashi for this this show needs to stop. Um, I personally would give it to Sung Hoo Park. I feel like Hayashi did the best he can. He's doing a fucking amazing job for AOT Final Season Part Two, but that first part did have a lot of flaws. I think I have to easily give it to JJK's director. What do you guys suggest? Agree. 
I will give it to JJK. Yeah. Uh, Joker? Um, I'd probably go with AOT. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit harder because, yeah, I, Hayashi as a director is phenomenal, but I just feel like he got cucked in part one with just the timing he had. He's one of MAPPA's best directors, but it's a shame that uh, it had to go the way it did. All right, we move to best fight scene. Now, this one's going to be interesting. Ooh. We have Aaron Yeager versus Warhammer Titan, AOT Final Season Part 1, Naruto Uzumaki versus Ishiki Otsutsuki for Moruto Naruto Next Generations, Yuji Itadori and Aoi Toto for versus Hanami for Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, um, Yuji Itadori and Nobara Kugisaki versus Eso and uh, Ke- Keshizu, Elma versus Toru for Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. This is what I was talking about by them actually doing a proper fight scene for the first time. I've never seen them being nominated for best fight scene ever. Um, Vivi versus Yugo uh, Kakitani for Vivi Fluorite Ice Song. I mean, I have to go for best friend though. Best of friend though. Me too. I'm sorry. I was going to say maybe Aaron Eager versus Warhammer Titan, but best of friend though, bro. I'm sorry, bro. There's yeah, no Toto, Toto is my favorite character in Jujutsu Kaisen, so yes, he deserves it. <laughs> I, I will say, though, they probably could have gone without giving that second nomination to JJK because I that, that second fight between uh, Yuji and Nobara versus Jesto and uh, Keshizu, I think they could have probably gone without it. It wasn't, uh, it had good moments and still shots, but I think as a fight scene, I think no, probably not, should have been given to some other show maybe or some other fight scene. From another show, but yeah, I think I have to give it to Best of Friend, though. In not a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got Jokers and Stacey. Oh, sorry, J- uh, Stacey's and Izzes. Joker, what about you? What fight scene would you put here? It's Vivi. <laughs> You're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> the anime. No, okay. So the the fight of that the the fighting in that scene was it's not terribly long, but it's very well animated and it looks yeah. very good. And the, I mean the. The CG shots are blended in very well, so you, it's not like one of those harsh cuts from you know 2D drawings to the 3D and then back. It it looks really good, and honestly, I'm not I'm not a big fan of JJK as much as you guys are gonna roast me for that. But fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, Attack on Titan is meh, and I dislike Naruto and anything about it. So Oof. Vivi wins. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you can, so he's gonna kill me now. No, like I agree. Jujutsu Kaisen is like kind of mid, but that fight scene though is awesome. Yo, like the clapping and everything. No, Jujutsu Kaisen I think is overrated. I do think it's overrated, but I don't hate everything about Naruto. That's wild to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was just gonna say something about Elma versus Toru, but we all just started calling JJK mid. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was what was happening here. But all right. <laughs> um, I, I, I I think Elma versus Toru was actually a lot better than people are giving credit for. I think I would probably place it a lot higher on this list uh, comparatively to some of these other fights here for sure. I do agree, Hidalgo. Uh, uh, Mushiko Tensai's core two fight more so. Core one's fight was I wouldn't. I would definitely be able to place it over some of these ones, but and I guess they didn't want to put it there. I don't know why. But I think that core two the last fight should have definitely been in here for sure. I again I feel like JJK's second nomination could have been something else very easily. It's not even a question. Um but we move no, from I best fight like... team to best antagonist. We have Aaron Yeager, AOT Final Season Part 1, Tomura Shigaraki from My Hero Academia Season 5, 
Yano Odd Taxi, Echidna Rezero Starting Life in Another World Season 2, Anosuke Shindo or Adam from Skate the Infinity, and Teta Kisaki from Tokyo Revengers. I'm personally giving it to Echidna, to be honest. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, <sighs> she's a... Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to have to give it to Echidna as well, to be honest with you. Is yeah, she's, she's cool. I like her a lot, but like... I don't know. Adam is voiced by Dio, and like that's cool. <laughs> I like that so hard. He's voiced by the same actor as Dio. Like, come on, that's so cool. But other than that, yeah, Echidna probably deserves it. It's a very interesting character, and she creeps me out. So yeah, she she totally deserves it. You like her bushy eyebrows? <laughs> her like eyelashes match her everything and i'm just <laughs> confused yeah <laughs> joker what about yeah, it's, you it's gonna have to be echidna for me as well oh, i could okay. say i could say aaron just to be you know the meme but yeah. i'm not all right i mean yeah I, I think that was the i think that was the prop I, wait was that the first unanimous decision we've had i think in a while i think yeah, so i think so easy well at least it was for a good villain uh we moved to best protagonist then that was pretty straightforward we have aaron yeager again how about that what do what a surprise aot the final season part <laughs> one we have yuji itadori jjk core 2 joe megalobox 2 nomad Otokawa, odd taxi boji ranking of kings and then i oto for wonder egg priority um, um I Boji! <laughs> nope. I, I, you cut up there. I'm not gonna lie, but I assume you said Boji, which made sense. Boji, Boji, Boji. Mm-hmm. He's the best character ever. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I personally don't know too much of Ranking of Kings again, but just based on what everybody's saying and compared to the rest of this list, it's either Boji yeah. or Yuji for me, to be honest. And I love how they have literally just like they rhyme. They both of them have rhyming names, basically. Um, I'd give it to one of those two, probably. Joker and Iz, what about you guys? I would. Ha- I have to go either Boji or Yuji as well. Um, because, I don't know, like, Yuji's, like, cool and all. Not gonna lie. But Boji just, you know, Boji's the boy. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like he's just, he's just the boy. <laughs> yeah, Joker, is. what about yes. you? I... I, oh, I don't like any of these. Or at least, well, I don't like the ones that I do know, and I don't know the other ones so i can't really put a good vote in here so i'll just go with the flow and say boji uh, fair enough you'll yeah. love him you'll love him i promise <laughs> okay <laughs> man i just feel bad for one direct priority it's been on i actually want to quickly just do this one second before we jump into the uh, oh, next God. nominations list so it's uh we've had a bunch of categories it's not been on only so far i'm seeing this it's not been in three categories that's it and we've we've done like I think so far ten to twelve categories. <laughs> Love to see it, don't you? I mean, hey, they really want Wonder Egg priority to win at least one category, I suppose. All right, we move into the big ones now, the the actual biggins. Uh, we move into best girl first and foremost. We have Vladolina Milize for eighty six, Toro Honda for Fruits Baskets, uh, the final season. Nobara Kugisaki for Jujutsu Kaisen uh, Core 2, I should say. Sarasa Watanabe, Kageki Shoujo. Shoko Komi for Komi Can't Communicate. And Ai Oto for Wonder Egg Priority. Um, Toru, for me, this one's... I mean, Vladolina, uh, Vladolina was very nice, I must admit, in 86. I think I might give it to her. Um, 
as well, possibly. It's very difficult between the two, top two, to be honest, for me. What do you guys think, Stacey? Um, I would give it to Toru. Toru, um, I'm not one to be, like, a fan of shy, you know, goody-two-shoe anime characters because they're so overdone. But Generous. she <laughs> is, like, very... She's very different. I think she... She's made me laugh a lot. She's just very spastic whenever I watch her. It's just so funny to watch her personality. She's just a spastic goody two-shoe. She tries her best. I, I'm i a fan of her. I would probably vote for Toru. Is? Uh, it has to... I don't know. Same thing. I'm on the fence with you as well, Gail. Like, I've, I love Toru, but Vladalina... Like, I don't know. It's just... It's just it's just one of those like if I had to choose, I would have to flip a coin on this one, like to be fair. But they're just so well done. Yeah, there's there, there's also a couple of people that I feel are definitely missing on this list. You know, I I personally feel you got the likes of I mean Miku again. Nakano. I mean I'm coming I'm just saying I feel like they're missing uh <laughs> Amelia, they're missing Sayu, I feel like they're missing Shino Aki from Remake Our Life. There's Aww. a couple there. There's a couple there. But Joker, what about you? How do you feel? Um, I would probably put Comey at number two, just because mm-hmm. you know she's a very, she's a very interesting character, being you know social anxiety and that being yeah. very heavily you know humanized now. But Lena, man, Lena, especially when she went on that super cold, like I'm gonna bribe the crap out of you, or I'm gonna force your hand in season one to get her. Uh, the other chick to do something in the story like that, that sold her for me. Cause she's waifu material. She's got the blush. She's got the hard angle. She's got, and she's a white haired waifu. So no, that's bias fair. towards that. Hey man, white hairs <laughs> rule. Like I can't disagree on that necessarily. Um, no, I, I think there's a lot that they've missed out on this category for sure. Unfortunately, um, I feel they could have added a couple more here. I, I don't know why Nobara is here or why I, again, I, Oto, again, I don't understand why these two are here, but it is what it is. Um, any other nominations you would have probably put in here, you guys feel? Um, any names that you guys want to include here? Not to my knowledge, no. Nothing for me, to be fully fair. Hmm. Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. Actually, well, all the Quints could probably be in here and it's like just the one <laughs> slot. Just just that best girl has all the Nakano Yeah, just twin, all uh, five uh, of them sister, in, in that one slot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then, I, yeah, okay. Hidalgo has Eris from Mushoku Tensei. Yeah. I don't know if she would really fit in here. Because think... it would probably only cover C- the core one and she is not the greatest character in core one <laughs> yeah i suppose that's probably the reason why they didn't have her again i feel like they could have probably just taken stuff from core two i don't know why i know that they usually do these nominees by like november apparently if i'm not mistaken like, at least that's what i believe but even still like i don't know why they hold it off on why why they do it so early on when you know the the, the voting doesn't start till like mid-january so they could literally just wait until like mid to end december to make the decision but uh, there we go. I uh, yeah, like like you guys said, I think it'll probably go to Toru and Vladelina. Shoko has a very good chance, Komi that is, to win as well. But I think the top two will most likely be the best case uh, scenario. And yeah, you know, I I think those two will probably get the dub here. Um, yeah, that's the weird thing as well. They have some shows in here that were from when Core Two started, like Ranking of Kings. So I don't know. It's just weird that they've done that. 
Um, we move on to best boy though. Um, the, the next one, the second to last one, the penultimate category before we go into the final, uh, final category. We have Senku Ishigami from Dr. Stone season two. Bit, bit of an odd one, I must admit, considering we have literally nothing else from Dr. Stone in this list. We have Izumi Miyamura from Horimiya, Orokawa Odd Taxi, Boji Ranking of Kings, Ken Draken uh, Ryuguji uh, from Tokyo Revengers, and Manjiro Mikey Sano from Tokyo Revengers. Two Tokyo Revengers uh, nominees here. Um, I, I am all, it probably goes to, it probably goes to the, Probably goes to Senku Miyamura Boji, man. I mean, I can't really vote for Boji because I haven't seen it personally. So for me, it would be between Senku or Miyamura. What do you guys think? Um, For me, dude, I love the Tokyo Revengers uh, characters. Ooh. I love Draken especially. I think Draken is such a cool character and kind of funny in many ways. But Boji is best boy, dude. Boji has take like stolen my heart. I've just watched Rankings of Kings, like I just started this weekend. And it's just taken over my heart. Like Boji made me cry like episode one. I love him so much. So yeah, Boji. For sure. Yeah. I think that I did, you know, I didn't mention the Tokyo Avengers lads, but the both of them are also really, really strong. But I just feel like Tinku's the boy, man. He's been the goat since season one, man. I, I don't, I, like, I've always said this. Senku goes, or, or I should say, Doctor Stone in general goes under the radar. I feel, but Senku's probably the most unique shonen protagonist I've seen in a while in terms of like the way he, you, the his superpower is his brain basically, and it's so nice to see at times. Um, yeah, so, uh, Joker, what about you, man? How do you feel about this list, and who do you want to win? Um, it, I'm gonna go with Miyamura. I know Stacy's gonna roast me for that as well, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think he's gonna be the one. Yeah. He's so boring, though. <laughs> he's I boring, mean, but he's compassionate, and he has some, he has character development. I know Boji probably has it, too. I just haven't watched it. So I can't vote for him. No, Boji's so much better. Just watch it. Watch Ranking of Kings, guys. It's so good. You need to. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it once Steven Slayer's over next week. Uh, that's sad times, though. Um, we have, next up uh, is, what do you think, man? How do you feel? Uh, I have to give it to Senku. Uh, as much as I love uh, Tokyo Avengers and Boji, it's, it's, Senku's my man. Like, he's just, he's always there. Like, he, like, he knows what to do. He's always 10 steps ahead of everything. Like, yeah. when you think you have the jump on him, he's he's just like, yeah, okay, and then has 10 steps ahead. And not only that, like, he's doing this not only just for himself, but he's doing it for all of mankind. Like, everything yeah. he's doing, he's doing with the, with, the, with, the, with the thought of, if I were to do this, how would everyone else feel about it? So yeah. I have to give it to Senku. All right, before we continue on, I'm sorry, I had to pull this up because somebody said it in chat. Uh, Dr. Stone is a shonen, by the way. It's just that it doesn't compare to other shonens. It is part of Weekly Shonen Jump. It is actually a Weekly Shonen Jump series. So it is actually a shonen. Like, that's the definition of the genre it is. Bring the in. hammer down. It, yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm just saying, because, yeah, I don't want people to have the wrong thought about Dr. Stone. It is actually a shonen. It, 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 it is a Weekly Shonen Jump series as well. It airs alongside, or it drops manga chapters the same time as every other shonen jump uh manga drops weekly that is um all right 
Um, I, I don't think there's any other best boy nominations that I would probably put in here. Um, I mean, I would probably, you know, throw in, you know, the Subaru probably. Subaru had a massive jump in character um, from season one to season two, and it was noticeable. So uh, I wish they would have put him in here, honestly. Natsuki Subaru would have been fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of Rimuru. anybody else that I would have probably put in here. Who? Sorry. Rimuru Tempest from Slime. Rimuru could have easily gone in here. Tomozaki Fumiya from character, uh, bottom tiered character Tomozaki, I feel like could have been in here as well. There's a couple in here, but I think this list wasn't bad that, that bad either, to be honest. This is a pretty strong list either way. Um, we move into the final category uh, of this podcast and this list, of course, and that is Anime of the Year. And I think this one will probably generate a lot of discussion and a lot of... Uh, um, discourse. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this votes. Um, but yeah, we've got 86 uh, by A1 Pictures. We have AOT Final Season Part 1 by MAPPA. We have Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2 by MAPPA again. Uh, Odd Taxi by uh, Pix and OLM. We have Ranking of Kings with Studio and Sonny Boy by Madhouse. Sonny Boy, God, what the hell? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> they they were smoking when they made this one. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like there should have been uh, there there should have been fruits basket should have been in this list. Mushiko Tensei should have been in this list. I, I don't know what to give it here purely because I would have probably just given it up to Mushiko Tensei for being the best show of the year, both Core One and Core Two combined. Honestly, um, out of this list, I'd probably give it to. I don't want to give it... I mean, I if I'd watched it, I would have probably given it to Ranking of Kings, which probably deservedly should win in this list based on what everybody's been saying. But myself would probably give it to... JJK? <laughs> just like, bro, what? what? <laughs> yeah. It's just a sham it's... shambolic, honestly. Mediocre? Like, what even is Sunny Boy? I don't even know. But... Yeah, Breaking of Kings, what I have seen so far from the 10 episodes, like, surpasses Attack on Titan, surpasses Jujutsu Kaisen, surpasses Autatsi. I love it so much. I think it will definitely, I mean, I don't think it will win because I don't think it's that popular right now, but yeah. it should, 100%. Yeah, I think that's what's going to let it down because, again, like, like okay, is, all right, you good? Yeah. Okay, dog's not very happy with dog's not happy with the list either, lads. Let's be real. I mean, he's 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 trying to just voice his concerns, man. It's all good. Um, no, I agree. Um, uh, I think that this list is very iffy. I've been, I mean, we've been discussing it because I wanted to do this for a bit of time, and I was like, yeah, this list isn't that great. Um, like I said, Mushiko Tensa would probably sweep this if it wasn't this list. I feel like you could have probably thrown in Rezero core two as well if jjk core two is in here v-zero second core should have been in here as well um i you know there's there's a couple of other shows you could probably put in here vivi as well could have easily gone in here i'm glad that one direct priority is not part of this list because i would have probably slapped somebody at Crunchyroll. i'm so sorry but that i would have definitely been there <laughs> um kimetsu is not on this list because entertainment district arc is not over yet technically plus the mugen train movie is in best film so it wouldn't be part of anime of the year but more so best film um but yeah i think uh, honestly this is very if you joker what about how do you feel man how do you feel i'm gonna go 86 that's just, respectable yeah it's, i don't sunny boy again i have no idea what that's about odd taxi i wasn't terribly big fan of jjk is decent AOT yeah. is probably going to win just because it's AOT and it's competing yep. against all these other ones. So let's not really kid ourselves here how that's going to vote. 
you know, um, I, I, ranking I, of kin. Oh. I have a feeling JJK could win, honestly, more so than AOT. I know how people felt Ooh. about AOT final season part one, and I wasn't it around. I think it was around that time that we did get the uh, final manga chapter as well. So I wouldn't necessarily say people's um, thoughts are too high uh, on AOT. So I feel like JJK could go back to back because it won last year as well, by the way, for, for the record, oh, just okay. letting people know because it could win back to back years. Um, but yeah, no, go ahead with Ranking of Kings. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd of Kings again, I haven't seen from what Stacy is saying. It's very, very good. But really, the only thing that I have to compare between the two is 86 and AOT, and I would just go 86 at this point. That's fair. Uh, is how about you, man? I have to give it 86. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I would love JJK um, and Ranking of Kings, I don't know, just 86, just that set the this second season, even though, again, it's not done, but it's just, it just the story of it is just so well done, especially like yeah. again, like the themes that they're tackling and whatnot is doing they're doing it phenomenally. So I have to give it the eighty six. Yeah, I mean it's it's super super hard for me to basically give it to any one of these honestly super easily. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of this list. I feel like um, these lot have probably just forgotten like fifty shows. Honestly, that happened this season. <laughs> I don't know what they were smoking when they made the, this one. Honestly, but oh well. Um, yeah, I think we can uh safely say that. Uh, I think uh, that was eighty six across the board um, as a majority nomination to win. Um, so yeah, there's our thoughts on the Crunchyroll list. Honestly, it's not the best list we've ever seen. Um, I'm gonna go back and obviously check this uh podcast so that we can kind of decide which one was the best but yeah let's give our final thoughts what do you guys think about this list as a whole do you was it good enough or do you think it's kind of it's actually just straight trash what do you guys think it's it's pretty trash yeah i don't know i i don't understand their logic with some of these categories it's just why are they pushing so hard for wonder egg priority and all this on all these categories it's so weird and add odd talk odd taxi is in a lot of them too i just it's just so weird to me just the animes that they're pushing on us but and then you get random like okay i guess uh what's that dr stone is just thrown in in there it's just like so random to me so yeah i don't know i wish they i wish there was like a better formula for these crunchy roll awards like maybe have the fans nominate them you know and then maybe have like a final voting afterwards Mm -hmm. or something i don't know yeah so the way Crunchyroll does it to just give you guys an idea nominees are picked by a panel of judges but then obviously judges are gonna have the same idea and then of course you know we're gonna get a majority of it is gonna be the same nominees like you guys said right um and they obviously it's a 70 30 weighted split i've just checked as well by the way so our fan votes probably won't even matter too much we'll have to obviously wait and see once it drops uh this upcoming Wednesday, but um, I usually also go and use another website called Annie Trends for the anime awards and stuff, by the way, as well. Um, and that's where I saw Akudama Drive win, by the way. That's where, that, that's where they gave it to Akudama Drive last year. The way they do it is every season they have a uh, weekly poll for the top 10 shows, right? And at the end of the season, they take the top four shows i think if i'm not mistaken or top three shows top three or top four shows and they add it to the anime of the year list and that way they have like 12 shows at minimum 
at the end of the year. And then on top of that, they obviously have a wild card round to add in like two to three more shows as well to the list so that they have a like 15 to 16 show list basically for the anime of the year. Obviously, that means that a lot more shows are part of that list, but that also allows for more shows to have a chance at winning the anime of the year. Would you guys think that's a better route or do you think the way Crunchyroll is doing it is the best route? Whatever um, Crunchyroll's doing, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It yeah. Like they they need to do something different because I think time and time again we're always disappointed by these awards and the nominations. It's just I don't know, it just doesn't encompass the great anime that has come out that that year and there's just like this weird formula that they're sticking to. It just it's so mid, so something needs to change. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I'm, I'm just uh, hoping that, uh, you know, whatever happens on Wednesday, it, it ends up going well. And uh, I mean, last year wasn't too bad in terms of the winners. I mean, again, these nominees, you kind of have to just run with it kind of thing. But uh, we shall see. Um, of course, uh, you know, I think that's where we'll wrap up the podcast. Uh, thank you, Stacey, Joker, and Is for t- uh, joining in with me for this uh, preview, basically. Um, this video, uh, this should be going up on YouTube on Tuesday. So the day before the actual, you know, uh, anime awards goes up, we will be probably streaming it on the five, nine gaming Twitch channel as well. Um, I think, uh, one of us should be hosting it. I think it's going to be, uh, Nate who's going to be hosting it. So, uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, then of course it's going to be airing February 9th at 9am PSD. So super early morning, uh, be on the lookout for it. Um, I'm hoping we will all be there as well to see how wrong we were uh in this list uh once again uh if you guys want to check us out on youtube where we will be uploading this podcast check out the five nine anime manga channel that is our hub for anything and everything related to anime and manga obviously check out our spotify and apple itunes as per usual we upload the podcasts on there as well um once again big shout out to you guys for staying tuned for this podcast and thank you stacy um is and joker once again for being here with me and obviously our producer troco for you know handling everything and putting up everything on screen as per usual thank you guys so much for watching we'll see you guys in the next one take it easy everybody bye-bye bye bye bye